Hey everybody, welcome back to the Introversion Podcast, a podcast about the Introversion Podcast. Yeah, I've said it before, and I'm saying that once again. But here we are. I'm going to talk a bit today about sort of what this podcast has been, where we're at today, where it's going forward, all that kind of jazz. So also going to kind of reflect on 2022. And um, this is a big shift for me entering into 2023. I had some ideas, some plans coming into this new year. And so far I'm implementing on them. And things are going a lot better in certain regards. And, um, and part of that is sort of the role of introversion in my life or sort of the lack of role it's going to play in my life moving forward into this new year. So, But I'm going to get into all that as I explain sort of um, the transition from 2022 into 2023. So uh, anyway, uh, I guess we're beyond the point of me wishing you all a happy new year, being as how it is February 12th. Do you believe I got happy new year today? It's February. I once got happy new year in March. <laughs> Disgusting. It's pathetic. It's actually Super Bowl Sunday today. And I was not, I did not wake up this morning thinking, I'm going to record the Introversion Podcast episode number 80 today and post it. Like, no, that was not my intention at all. My plans were I was going to a friend's place this evening to a Super Bowl party to watch the game. And uh, that was going to be the focus of today. And I started chatting with that friend earlier this morning. And then he informed me that, oh, actually, everybody flaked out. So we're not going to do the Super Bowl party. And I was like, oh, okay. And in classic introvert fashion, I was not disappointed. I was not like, oh, no, I don't get to go out and party and be out and about with other people. Oh, no. So, yeah, I was just kind of like, oh, okay, that's fine. Um, And he did invite me out as an afterthought to go to some bar down in South Philly to watch the game. But I was kind of like... I was mulling it over and I was, even as I'm recording this now, I could still go this evening, but I'm like, nah, I think the wheels are in motion for me to just stay in. And just the fact that it triggered in me this feeling to record today on the introversion podcast, which I haven't done since obviously a while since what, December, I think uh, the last time when I interviewed Tommy and posted our sort of year end thoughts on 2022, that was the last time I recorded here. And posted here, but I had mixed feelings about recording this episode or recording any episode at all anymore about the introversion podcast, but I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into that because once I kind of explain what I am doing with my life and my path moving forward, I think it'll make sense sort of why I've been neglecting this introversion podcast. Um, so yeah, um, with regard to people in Philly and the Super Bowl and in recent interactions, I have a lot to say about that. And I am going to get to that, but not right now for starters. For starters, I want to talk about a little bit of my entry from 2022 into 2023. Um, I'm going to mention Sarah Dietschy here. For those of you who don't know, she's a YouTuber and uh, I'm a big fan of hers. And she, I love her presentation style. I love her personality. Um, she's just fun and perky and, you know, just cool. The kind of person you would just want to hang out with in real life. 
uh, she doesn't seem like a phony, like a fake, a fraud, or like as a lot of other YouTubers act like, like they're just doing things for clicks and views. But she just seems like a genuinely cool person and a genuinely creative person. And I got into watching a few, I mean, I've always, I've been subscribed to her channel for a long time, but I got into listening to a little bit of her podcast in December and listening to some things she was saying. And I, the last episode of her podcast from actually 2020, which was the end of a very bad year for her, which was the end of a very bad year for me and for all of a lot of us. And, uh, I was listening back to her old podcast and that was the last episode she recorded at the end of 2020 of her podcast, that creative life, I think it's called. And, uh, I'm going to play a clip for you here, a little kind of segment of it. And I'll play that for you here. And then right after that, I'm going to explain a little bit of how it resonated with me at this moment in time where I met with the introversion podcast, the introversion brand, what I'm doing overall creatively and professionally and all this stuff. So, so take a listen to some of what she said in her last posted episode a couple of years ago. I will say when I stopped the podcast, one thing that kind of signified that I was right to put pause on this, but also something that bummed me out at the same time. Okay, let me explain. So when I stopped the podcast, there was kind of a lack of people tweeting me or messaging me on Instagram, or commenting things. I mean, I, I read a lot of stuff of what you guys send in. And there was just a lack of, oh my gosh, Sarah, you know, you've posted uh, that Creative Life episode every single Monday. Where's the new episodes? There were maybe like four tweets, two comments total over the past like six weeks of actually missing it. And Basically, you know, you would expect something that you you do on the regular, and I obviously do get good feedback on the regular about it. You just expect more people to miss it, <laughs> you know? And I think it confirmed one of the thing one of the reasons why I put a pause. Something about the podcast and something I want to work on with all of my projects in my life is there they don't have what my YouTube channel has. And this is why my YouTube channel is unique and why I'm just kind of refocusing all of my energy on that. And then we'll expand, of course. But my my YouTube channel is one of those things that people just, like they're, what's the right word? They're just into it. They love it. They're about it. Some people are obsessed with it. They just... It's something where if I didn't post a video for six weeks, I feel like, you know, I would be getting tweets every day. Oh my gosh, Sarah, where are you? What's going on? Um, And the fact that I didn't get that for my podcast kind of confirmed that it's never had kind of that visceral energy that I think online things can have when people become fans of it. It, You know, once you create something, you want to create something that's sticky and people just love it because it either helped them or it was entertaining or it was inspiring. They can't get enough of it, right? And so when I think about the podcast, it's one of those things that obviously I love interviewing people, having long-form conversations. I've been doing that 
since the very beginning. I'm thankful I was able to be so consistent because when it comes to podcasting, you have to be consistent or people kind of just forget about you. It's funny I'm saying that after, you know, not posting for six weeks, but there was a good year run, which we had. Uh, Podcasting is unique because you, if you are consistent, you have that consistent listenership, right? So each new episode, I get like 10 to 15,000 listens. Um, And then every week is like a consecutive 20,000 listens per week because, you know, I have a strong back catalog. So people sit there and listen to my back catalog at interviews, which is super cool. But, you know, you see those numbers and obviously they're less than my YouTube channel, but that's pretty powerful. That many people listening to just an audio form content that's that's super cool right when you when you take a step back but then it's like okay those are the numbers but then what I really care about is like the people who are just like crazy passionate about you know that so I know a lot of people are are passively listening which is fine and you know you consume me any way you want that sounded weird that sounded weird you consume my content in the most convenient way possible for you, right? I'm not going to tell you how to do that. But I guess just what I've experienced with my YouTube channel and a lot of other things that I've done with life, I'm like, man, if there's not, I guess, you know, just the reaction is just a little off. And I think there are things that I can do to help that because obviously I've been doing this for a long time, but it's just going to take time to reevaluate. That Basically, that's the TLDR, right? I'm I'm rambling, but you know we're just gonna we're just gonna adjust things, and I'm not gonna put pressure on myself to bring it back super soon because honestly, another reason. Okay, so having heard that little snippet, the thing one of the things that stood out to me as I listened, and uh, I'll include a link to that full episode because the whole episode is actually pretty good. Just a lot of you know poignant thoughts about life, especially coming out of 2020. Um, but Sarah, Sarah is great. Sarah Dishi is great. If you, if you're not familiar with her, um, check out her YouTube channel, you know, I would say check out her podcast and go subscribe to it. But the point is she's not doing that anymore. And she decided to focus completely on her YouTube channel because her specialty and what she's all about is video and her following there is very passionate. And like she was saying, in this clip, some of this clip that I just uh, included here is that when she stopped doing the podcasting thing, you know, and she had numbers far more staggering than I have, you know, I think she mentioned like tens of thousands of people listening or whatever. But like when she stopped doing the podcast, she didn't really experience a response of people messaging her, texting her, tweeting her like, oh my God, we miss you on the podcast. And please come back. And, oh, we miss listening to you on the podcast. Like that kind of level of fervor, passion. And she didn't get that. And she's got tens of thousands of listens per month and all this stuff, you know. So I I barely have any of that listenership, you know. I've got 140 whatever subscribers on YouTube and, you know, on and off, you know, irregular listeners on Spotify and other platforms. But it's, it's nothing, not, not even to the level that's not meeting her standards. So I'm far below that. But even her, she's saying the response by her disappearing from podcasting, she felt like it's like it didn't really matter that much to people, 
Whereas if she were to take a week or two off of posting on her YouTube channel, it's like all hell would be breaking loose in people's lives. They'd be like, oh, no, Sarah, where, where are you? What happened? Like, we missed you. Like, come back. Like, are you OK? Like, but that level of interest and passion and fervor, she felt that with her YouTube channel, which is her baby, her main thing. And and I, I've been, as I was listening to that and reflecting on all my stuff, I have confusionity, I have introversion, I have, you know, I was going to start Edible Shorts and I have Pop Cod. So all my things that I'm juggling, right, all these different brands, projects. And I'm going to get to that in a second about the, what I've realized, um, finally realized for myself. But to finish up this point about Sarah Dici, it's like, if she's going to work on a project and a personal project, it should have that kind of level of passion, both on her part in creating it, but also in the listenership and the audience. Like, you know, and, and she has that already with her YouTube channel. And she, she decided, I'm going to focus completely on that because that's where the passion is. That's where her, she's best at with video, not just audio. And, you know, and she is great at it. And she should focus on that. And even for the success, I mean, what, what she's calling a lack of success on her podcast is even more than I've had with this podcast these last couple of years. And, and, I, and I sit here and I survey all of the things I'm juggling and I'm like, I can look at Confusionity numbers growing and I have, what, like 4,000 followers on Instagram and a monetized YouTube channel with 2000 subscribers plus. And I'm like, but it's not alive, you know, like if I don't post anything on Confusionity Instagram, the strange thing is I'll actually gain an extra 20 followers, even though I didn't even post anything for a week or two weeks or a month. People will just stumble across, across the, the channel, the brand or the page and, oh, I like what this is all about. I get it, Confusionity, and they'll just subscribe to it. They'll follow. So it's kind of like, wow, um, I could literally just post one or two memes there a month casually and not give it any of my mind space, any of my bandwidth, and it'll still lightly grow. But it's the kind of thing where if it stopped all of a sudden, it's not like people are really going to miss it that much, you know? It's not like people are going to be messaging me like, oh, no, we missed you with Confusionity. Like, oh, how come you don't post anymore? I really meant something to me. I'm like, no, no, that's so rare and seemingly just does non-existent. And similarly with this introversion project, although with even much smaller numbers here than Confusionity. And I realized like, you know, again, it's nothing against you who happens to be listening to this or whatever, but the fact is, the reality is, like, there's not that passion here about this project. And I did a little personal exercise. Like, I might have mentioned before, like, when I would go to sleep, if if I was wake up in the middle of the night and I can't sleep, I would listen to my own podcast. I would listen to this introversion podcast, just old episodes, 2020, 2021, whatever. And I would just you know, fall asleep to it, listen to some of it, whatever. It was just kind of background noise and I would listen to it. And I was like, it started to dawn on me that yes, I was talking a lot. I mean, most of this podcast was born in 2020 and it was just through the hell of all of that shit in 2020, right? 
And that's what it was about. It was just, this was my survival outlet to just vent and just have, it's like a journal or just something to vent all of my frustration with society, with me being locked down, not being able to go to the gym, not being able to see people, not being able to travel, not being able to live life for a year. And the introversion was my outlet then. And I'm like, okay, I'm willing to look at it now as that was a chapter in my life and I needed some sort of outlet and introversion just happened to be the outlet at that time, this podcast. But we're well beyond that point now. You know, we're 2022 now. We're into 2023 now. And I feel like the, the, it was a little bit of that identity crisis I mentioned about if you were listening this past year where I'm like, what is this podcast? Like, what is this all about? Because if I've moved on from 2020 pandemic life, even though there's still remnants of that in our society that's broken. Um, and the fact that politically all the same people, the powers are in place, like we could easily slip right back into that if they just say, oh, there's a new pandemic, there's a new virus, like everybody locked down again and the same thing would happen again. So to that point, I'm like, yeah, living in a place like Philly in this city, like I, I don't see the appeal anymore. Um, I may as well just go somewhere else, but I don't know where that somewhere else is, you know, whether it's a red state or somewhere more conservative or just out in the boonies away from people and society altogether. I don't know. That remains for me to figure out, but there's a lot of variables involved and a lot of things to, to figure out with all that. But for the point, for the time being, the point is I'm in Philly, moving on with my life. I have a gym membership. I can go. Um, and I am going to talk about some stuff socially that's happened recently because that seems like the kind of thing that I should talk about on this podcast. Um, but yeah, so I'm bouncing all around the fact of sort of what introversion was and how I don't want to do that anymore. And the other thing is, like, as I said, I was listening to my podcast, not just in 2020, but these old episodes in 2021 as well in 2022. It's like, a lot of it is just so negative and it's negative because society has been negative. You know, when, when politics and all this shit, like I, I've said this recently to people that I never cared about politics my whole life. I'm not a political person. So why is it that I couldn't do one episode of the introversion podcast from 2020, literally up till the end of 2022, this entire time? I couldn't do one episode without ranting about, you know, the Wuhan flu, like at least for five, 10 minutes, every episode, like, and it's because, you know what I mean? Like this has become, I don't want to, I don't even have the word for it. Not like a crutch or not like a, just a outlet, but it's like, it's just this negative cesspool of, and again, now that the entire, I might do a whole episode that's fine not necessarily joyful and positive or anything because there's nothing to be joyful and positive about. But just even having that toxic five, 10 minutes to talk about Fauci or jabs or, you know, ranting about how they took away all my rights and my freedoms, they forced this and that. I'm like, obviously it's bothered me to the core. And I have this one friend who he's not being able to move on with his life because he's still so angry about this. And he says to me, Jay, they called me non-essential. They told me I was non-essential. And he's still like butthurt about that. And I'm like, yeah, dude, 
like we were all non-essential, you know, like so many of us, like we were just deemed, oh, oh, going to the gym, being healthy, taking care of your health, your body, like, oh, that's not essential, you know? So these things, again, here I am ranting about it here, and I don't want to go deeper and further, but like the point is, I'm done with all that, you know? And I, I've said how 2020, the theme for 2020 in a way was me hanging on, right? Trying to hang on to what was, like all my friends, family, for relationships, friendships, everything that my life had been my entire life up through 2019. And not accepting the fact that things were changing for the worse. And I was just fighting against that. Like this is a terrible change. I have to fight to hold on to, to cling to what once was. So that was 2020, which was kind of a futile struggle in the end because the shit just changed across the board, society-wide, personally, socially, everything. Like, So 2021 was me letting go of friends, family, social media, all these kind of things. And, and I still ranted, you know, the way I was just about to keep ranting, you know. And, I, and even in 2022, I still ranted. Because it's, it's still all part of that process of letting go of the reality that you wish it, things were just a certain way, the way they've always been in life. But they're not. You know, like the vase has been knocked over from the table and it's broken. You can try to piece it back together, but it's never going to be the same. You know, you're always going to see the crack marks and the, you know, even if you try to tape it back together, glue it back together, whatever, it's like it's a broken vase, you know? It, it doesn't mean you can't move forward with your life, but it's a broken vase. So as I've been moving forward into 2023, and I'm going to get into what I am focusing on and where I will be focusing on, but it's like it's not focusing on the brokenness of society. It's focusing on I'm getting back to my roots, you know, like I want to focus on with my new YouTube channel that I'm working on and uh, it is my personal brand. It is Jay Caslow. Um, and I'm going to explain a little bit about it. And uh, I hope that you'll join me over there because that is where I'm going to be devoting a hundred percent of my focus to. And uh, introversion is just going to be on the back burner for kind of days like today where I feel like, I have things on my mind and I want to say and I want to vent and I want to rant and I just kind of want to get it off my chest. And like, I can talk with a friend privately here and there, but beyond that, if I want to express something publicly or whatever, like this is the place for that, you know, introversion, this podcast. And, um, but my new channel, um, which has been there for a while, I mostly posted client work and, some animation video editing experiments and stuff like that in the past. But now I'm getting back to my roots, like I said, and it's going to be all about creativity and productivity because these are two things that I am super passionate about. They're kind of like guiding principles for my life, no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm working on client work, whether I'm doing this podcast, whether I'm working out, whether I'm doing anything in life, like, I'm very structured, very organized, and I think creatively. I think outside the box. Like, how can I build a life for myself? How can I design a life for myself that I am well pleased with, right? And part of me even evaluating what to do with this introversion podcast and other projects of mine is all part of this equation of me figuring out the optimal balance for my life, the optimal 
the optimal solution for the problem of how do I spend the hours and the days of my life? And how do I do that optimally as opposed to suboptimally, which is actually how, if I'm being honest, how I think I've spent my time the last few years. I mean, I have massive regrets about 2020. I wish I didn't spend one second on Facebook arguing with people, with friends or so-called friends, because it was completely futile. It was completely useless. Didn't convince anybody of anything. And all you did was just get into arguments with people. And it was pointless. So I am excited entering into this new year because I'm dropping, I think, all of that sort of letting go. I said 2021 was letting go. 2022 was moving forward. But letting go and moving forward, it's all kind of part of the same process of moving forward. But you have to kind of let go, which takes a while to let go, especially if it's institutions, people, relationships, friends, things in your life that have been there for decades. You can't just snap your fingers and let go of that. So it is a process. So 2022, but even now in 2023, like I'm just kind of done. I can't say I'm fully done, but I'd like to think that I'm mostly done with the letting go process. And 2023 is really just moving forward and focusing on my own life and my own passions, my own interests. But with that, it is creativity and productivity. And to contrast where I'm going with the Jay Caslow, my personal brand, versus this introversion thing, is I mentioned earlier how I don't really feel as though I have a passionate listenership who's hanging on, you know, the every word of like, oh, cool, I've been waiting for this new episode of the Introversion Podcast. Yay. That's just not the case, you know? And I'm willing to admit that. I'm willing to come to terms with that. And that's okay. And it, and it goes a few directions. I have to think like, well, what's my target audience? What is it that people actually really want to hear from this podcast? And I've reached out here and there. I've gotten very little feedback. So, you know, I've had a couple ideas suggested by um, some YouTube listeners. And most of that seemed to be, why don't you talk about introverts and introversion and stuff like that? And... That's fine. I mean, the name of the brand is introversion. I could sit here and just talk about introverts and introverted stuff all the time. But the the bigger point is, is like, that's just part of who I am. It's not everything. And also, like Sarah Dietschy as well in that episode, she also talked about not just, not that this is 100% exactly related, but she talked about like, we all, all of these YouTubers say like, do what you love. And yeah, that's an easy thing fall into if you can even get there. But she has a different view of it, which is more like follow your curiosity, like do what you're curious about more so than just doing what you love because you can fall out of love with doing something after a while. And technically you might not be curious about the same thing anymore after you've gotten comfortable with it. Then you might be curious about something else. But that is sort of how I think She's being led through her pursuits. So even within her one main YouTube channel, she can be curious about a lot of different things. You understand? That's how I see it, interpret what she's saying. So I was thinking, right now, for the last month or two, I have been enamored, passionate about AI, about all of this artificial intelligence technology emerging. And it's developing so fast and it's fascinating to me. And for a lot of people, it's scary because people are worried about losing their jobs. 
and AI just taking over everything. People are talking about us being dehumanized and everything just being robotic and artificial. And there's a lot of valid points there, a lot of valid fears. And But I'm very interested in this discussion. I'm very interested also in the tools that are emerging creatively, artistically. And as I've been learning mid-journey, getting good with it, AI generative art, and um, the things you can do with it creatively, I see what other people are doing with it. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's cool. A lot of it's cool, but a lot of it just starts to feel the same. And then I think, well, how can I use this tool, this amazing, mind-blowing tool, differently? You know, And I think that is the curiosity. That's where I'm going to be creative and explore what I'm doing with AI that maybe other people aren't. And maybe I can give people ideas as to the role that it can play in their lives. So I'm going to be posting tutorials and reviews of new apps and AI tools, services, all these kind of things, and showing people what I'm doing with it, showcasing stuff. And not just that, but also teaching Photoshop, After Effects, a little bit of web design, how you can organize your life, like iOS, Mac OS tips, apps that are really cool, um, all of that stuff. Basically, everything centered around creativity and productivity, that is going to be very clearly the path forward for my Jay Caslow brand. So I do encourage you all here because um, it's not that I'm killing this introversion podcast and this introversion project, but it, I'm definitely taking my foot off the pedal this new year. And I mentioned in my last episode, I did this great interview with Sagar Bot, the founder of the Landed app. We had a great conversation and he's about to take that app public or he's in the process of doing so. It's been in a private beta. Um, But once he takes it public so that it can be accessible to you listening now and basically everybody out there, um, I decided I'm going to post our conversation at that point. Um, It just kind of makes sense to do so. So I don't know when he's going to make it public, but I'm in touch with him. Might be later in February, might be in March, something like that. But that is on the horizon. But other than that, like this episode was kind of a special moment today for me with the Super Bowl plans falling through and this other incident that I'm going to talk about a little bit that happened this past week. So I'm just like, I have that path forward for me with the Jay Caslow brand. And I hope that you'll join me over there. So um, head over to the YouTube channel. Uh, it's youtube.com slash jcaslow, J-A-Y-K-A-S-L-O. And uh, join me over there because I guarantee you I will be creating and posting there far more consistently than I ever did on Confucianity or Introversion or anything else because I'm no longer juggling everything. You know, I finally, and people have told me this for years, like, dude, you're trying to do too much. You're all over the place. Like, pick one thing and go with it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agreed with them and I heard it, but I never really acted on it. You know, and I think while people would tell me that, I would also hear a different conflicting message of like, well, you need to have a balanced life. You know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Have a diversified portfolio. This kind of idea. So I was always kind of torn between that, like focus all on one thing, but have a balanced portfolio of things. And now I finally have accepted the fact, or at least I'm testing out this theory. I don't think that's smart to do. And that would be my advice to people out there. 
but it's the kind of advice that I don't even think a lot of people necessarily need to hear because I think usually people do just focus on one or two things in their life and that's their identity. They're like, oh, this is what I'm passionate about. This is what I love and that's that. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. I go to all the Eagles games and I go, you know, blah, 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 blah. I love my city. I love Philly and that's their identity and then they go to their job and they do their job and that's it. That's their life. That's so I, I, I don't need to tell them, hey, stop spreading yourself too thin on your 20 different passions when they don't have 20 different passions, you know. But hey, if you're a person out there who's multi-passionate and you're all over the place like I've been, then maybe you did need to hear this message. So for me, that's where I'm at. That is how I'm transitioning to 2023. And really, it's like so far so good. Because as I've delved deeper and deeper into the AI stuff, into the art stuff, into the design, the animation, the creativity stuff, I'm like, wow. I am deep diving. I'm going deeper and deeper into it. And I'm realizing like, how could I go deeper and deeper into that when I'm like, oh, let me stop and take four or five hours out of a day, lose a day to go record an introversion podcast episode and edit it and post it and promote it. Or same thing with FMAO that Tommy and I did last year or just any of these other projects. It's like all of that time that I spend doing these other things is time where I'm not diving deep into the one thing that I should be passionate about. So anyway, I think I've made that point at that home. So uh, youtube.com slash jcastle, go over there and subscribe. Uh, it's going to be all about creativity and productivity. And one of the things I really want to push is like the concept of creativity because a few of my friends, a lot of my friends actually are really not creative. They're not traditionally creative people. And I've been talking with them and kind of challenged them them a little bit like, Okay, you might not classically be like a creative thinker or a creative person, but I want to encourage sort of non-creative people to think about infusing a bit more creativity into their life. Like even if you're a lawyer, even if you're a corporate person, whatever, doctor or whatever, like creativity and sort of the therapeutic aspect of art, you know, whether you're consuming it, creating it, whatever, like it's, it can be very therapeutic, especially creating it, I, th- I think. You know, even if you're just drawing on napkins, doodling, whatever, even if you're not any good, like there is a therapeutic value to it. And um, yeah, so join me over there. You know, if you've enjoyed this introversion podcast at all the last couple of years, I would say switch over there, join me there, because if you're tired of my, uh, you know, societal rants and... um the Wuhan flu rants and just politics and all this stuff. Cause I've, I'm burnt out, you know, not only have I felt like I'm not convincing anybody of it. And the only people really hearing me are the people who already agree with me anyways on all that stuff. But also it's just toxic. I find whether you're red or blue or woke or not, or anti woke or this or that, like all of that whole space is incredibly toxic and and I'm not sitting here saying to everybody else, like, no, it's not just toxic for everybody else. It's been toxic to me. And that's kind of what I'm getting at when I say I've been ranting and yelling about this stuff for the last couple of years and I'm done with it, you know? And I've already been feeling better this past month in January because I focused entirely on creativity. I'm focusing on making things, on creative skills, on Logo designs, typography, animation, video, like humor, pop culture, shows, movies, like all of these things that enrich our lives, that make our lives better. 
you know. And as I focus on that to make my own life better, but also sharing tips and tricks and all the stuff and ideas for other people to make their lives better, like this is so much more fruitful and healthy. And again, I haven't even really started posting the content yet because I'm still working on the graphics for my show, the new show and all the stuff, the channel. But as I near the end of that phase and I'm getting everything ready, like in the next couple of weeks, I should start to post my first videos and start to talk about all this stuff I'm going to talk about. Um, but yeah, just go over there because it's not going to be negative anymore. Like I'm just, anytime I have an impulse or something I really got to say or rant about or whatever, I'll probably take a little break every once in a while, come back over here to the introversion podcast. And it'll just be like real talk, you know, I'm struggling with this or I'm frustrated by this or, Oh, they just closed my gym again. And Oh, they just kicked me out. And Oh, this, I talked with this girl or this friend and it just blew up and this sucks and all the gossipy, like whatever, like this is just going to be my little place for it, you know, on the internet, this introversion podcast moving forward. Um, but everything that I've said, I think hopefully it's clear, like with, about the Serdici stuff and about the passion, both on my part and the audience. It's like, if you want to casually listen to this introversion podcast, I'm not shutting it down. It'll just be here casually, but just know that I'm not going to be doing the thing anymore where I post every week to it, um, or every other week to it. Like I'm not going to be posting multiple episodes all the time and just, it's just not, um, but that's what Jay Caslow is going to be, but it's going to have this entirely different, more positive flavor. So I think it's going to be good for both me and for everybody tuning in to watch it as well. So that is the way forward uh, for me in 2023. And I'm really excited about that. And again, I hope you'll join me for this new phase in the journey of life. Um, because I want to work on something that I'm proud of and that I enjoy and that actually has some kind of impact in the world or like, you know what I mean? Like I was saying about Sarah Dietschy, like people love her YouTube channel. You know, I also love it. You know, I watch her videos. They're great. You know, and um, that's what I want to create. And that's that's my goal. That's my intention to create that over there. So a um, couple of things really quick I want to say about that. I want to talk about Reach Peaks. Real quick, because it informs this. Um, for those of you who know, I did a whole episode on it. If you're curious about it, I'll link it here to the beginning of last year. So basically, I rated myself on a scale of 1 to 10 in these 10 areas, the letters for Reach Peaks. Um, and I'll flash up here some of the data that I sort of tabulated at the end of the year. I did it in Notion. Um, I might even do a tutorial on Notion over on the new Jay Caslow channel where I kind of show you how to make a basic spreadsheet, you know, database kind of thing that can measure metrics of your life on a daily basis. If you're interested in that kind of thing. So, but anyway, I did it. I decided to stop doing it at the end of the year. And, um, you know, just this past month. So I, it was a full 365 days that I did it. And I feel good about that, you know, and, but I, I felt like it, there wasn't really a point for me continuing with it, uh, sort of measuring my feelings every day on this or that. Like it was an exercise. I did it for a year. I followed through. I'm like, great. 
Um, but the reason why I bring it up now is I just want to mention this, which kind of has informed my path forward for this year, which is I had a category in Reach Peaks. The A was for art. The E, the first E was for expression. And when I tabulated all my scores for the year, expression was pretty high, I mean, or, or at least above average or whatever. But the disturbing thing to me is that art, which was is basically the word I use for all things truly creative, whether it's making music, making art, making design, animation, like not client stuff, but just being creative, like making things. That was my lowest score or one of my lowest scores out of all 10 categories for the year. And I had to just stop and, you know, reflect on that. And I'm like, okay, this is part of the point of why I did this reach peaks thing in the first place is so I could numerically quantitatively see what am I focusing on in my life? You know, where, where am I lacking? And obviously art and creativity was, which is maybe the most near and dear thing to my heart. Like it's the thing that fuels my soul is to create, is to make art, to make designs, to animate, to just all these things. And I was devoting the, the least amount of myself to that for a year this past year. And if I'm being honest, it was probably even lower in 2020 and 2021 with all of this, you know, all the ranting about society and politics and viruses and stuff. So yeah, um, I'm turning that on its head and moving forward into 2023. Now I'm like, I'm all in for creativity. So, um, and the expression thing, which is kind of this podcast thing, I don't think I need as much of that in my life. You know, that can definitely come down a little bit to make more room for the arts. So uh, there's that that I wanted to mention. And really quick, I just kind of wanted to mention, like for those of you who have been listening faithfully for a long time here on Introversion, thank you. Um, of course, I wish all of my introversion listeners were more vocal and more like, let me know what you think. Leave comments, click like, like, I just want to feel like you're there, you know, like, cause sometimes it's felt like, why am I bothering to post or say anything if it falls on deaf ears? You know, if a tree falls in a, de- a forest and nobody's there to hear it or whatever, like, did it really fall? Whatever the thing is, you know, it's like, I do foresee having more success with my Jay Castle brand because I think people are generally interested, like designers, artists, animators, creative people are going to be interested in creative things. So as I'm showcasing what I've been doing creatively and also teaching people how to do stuff on their own creatively, I'm like, there's, I've seen other YouTubers do it and it's my turn, you know, it's my turn to do that. And uh, I think it'll go quite well. But as for this introvert thing, I'm like, this introversion project. I think I was riding on the coattails a little bit of the success of this project in the early 2000s, and I need to let go of that. And I think that's part of this whole letting go thing I'm talking about from the last couple of years. Is introversion is just, it's time consuming to record a one hour podcast episode and then bring it into premiere and then edit it and, 
render and put some pop culture samples in here and like really craft it into a, I mean, it's, if you're really going to craft a long one hour, two hour, three hour video, it's like, that takes a lot of time. And, you know, if the audience doesn't really miss it, if they don't really notice those little details, if they don't really, then I'm kind of, I just have to sit here and wonder, like, why am I bothering doing this? You know? So, but I don't want to rehash kind of some of that that I've already said, but I do want to say like, I've, I've kind of mentioned in the past in my outro and things about like, I started out with a Patreon for introversion and then I kind of moved to locals and I had this idea in my mind of building like an introversion community, right? A community of misfits, of free thinkers who, we think for ourselves, we don't necessarily, we're not status quo, like we challenge norms, we, we are interesting, quirky people who fall between the cracks, you know, we are misfits, we're different, we are anomalous individuals. And I, I wanted to, I mean, I've expressed, like, I wanted to create a community. I wanted this introversion thing to be a community. And I've kind of, again, accepted the reality. I don't think that's, it, it hasn't happened. Um, there hasn't really felt like an introversion community here. I'll just be honest. And I'm not pushing for that anymore. So I'm letting go of that as well. So um, I'm probably going to take down links on my introversion.com site and I'm going to stop mentioning anything about the Patreon or uh, the locals channel community or whatever. So, you know, and, and I thought about it this way kind of funnily, but accurately. So the idea of trying to get introverts together into a community, uh, you know, where we can all like support each other and chat amongst each other and just like lift each other up and be introverted together and all this stuff. It's like, it's like, dude, it's it's kind of like herding cats, you know. It's it's a bad idea, you know. Try good luck. Like try herding cats. Like no, they each want to go their own way, do their own thing. So it's like yeah, try bring them all together. Okay, cats, let's all get together and go for a walk. Like that's not going to happen, you know. So again, I've accepted this. Let it go. So you know, and and getting back to sort of the metrics and the success of this introversion project, like. I've accepted the fact. And I was like, look, you know, if you're the a rare soul out there who one of the few listening to this podcast and you've enjoyed it in the past and you might miss it moving forward. Okay, great. But, you know, it, it's not sustainable for me to continue pouring so much of myself into this project with so little dividends, so to speak, because certainly for all the time I put into this project over the last three years, like it, I haven't really made a penny out of it basically. So I just have to be smart and realistic about all that stuff. But, um, I've mentioned a little bit about this in 2022 and some of the episodes, but I've been kind of coming to this place of like, it's fine though. You know, I'm not saying this to, to slam my audience or whatever. I'm just like dealing with reality. It is what it is. So, but I would rather just say, okay, fine. Introversion then is just for me. You know, this is basically a, a journal, a diary, but it's public. You know, I just make it public, you know. Um, but it's the kind of thing where 
I even feel a little bit weird about sharing this with other people because nowadays the slightest little difference of opinion, even when you're trying to be nice with people and friendly and cordial, can set them off and trigger them and cause them to hate your guts by one little thing you said or you, they don't like this about your perspective. And and here I am amply sharing multiple perspectives on multiple topics, not just in this episode, but for the past three years. And then I realized, like, what am I doing here? You know, I have to accept the fact the world we live in now, it's like all I'm doing is exposing myself for people to find some reason to hate me with this podcast, you know, or at least be really turned off and not like me as a person, how I think, how I see the world. You know what I'm saying? So rather than me finding a few like-minded individuals as allies in a little community, that was my aspiration with this podcast, with this project. But rather than that happening, I realized, no, it's more the antithesis. Okay. Uh, took a little break there. Pardon the noise. Uh, my neighbor upstairs is vacuuming now. Uh, I never, ever hear him vacuum, but uh, now he's doing so as I decide to record this episode. So that's wonderful. Um, so sorry if you hear a little bit of that background noise, but I've waited a little bit, I think, for him to move beyond this room. So he's moving on to a different part of his apartment. But anyway, um, let's see. The last thing I was saying, I was talking about like herding cats and this introversion thing and how I'm like, okay, I've accepted, I've fully accepted the fact that this is not about being big. This is not about going viral. This is not about having a flock or even a small community of people. It's, it's, I've given up on all that, you know, that's fine. You know, it's not to say it couldn't happen if one person in the world happens to come across this podcast and stuff that I'm saying resonates with them. And they're like, wow, I've never heard anybody express the way you do. And I also think that way. And cool, we should hang out. Like, sure, great. That's why this is out there. I'm not taking it down. Wonderful. But I understand the odds of that happening are like zero. So, um, which actually kind of leads to probably the final point that I want to make here in this episode is... Um, this incident that happened last week. So I, and, and sort of the ramifications of what happened. And so, as you all know, I live in Philly. And uh, I met through a mutual friend. I have this, uh, I met this girl. I'm not going to mention any names here. I don't want to incriminate anybody. And I don't want to even be like I'm talking shit about anybody either, just in case she comes and stumbles upon this somehow, which that's not going to happen. But even if it did, you know, that's not the point. The point is just to describe what happened and to say, hey, this is what it is. So um, I met this girl through a friend of a friend back in 2019, I think. And um, we hung out a few times. Uh it was always generally positive, good time. And then the last time I saw her was at the Super Bowl party, literally three years ago in 2020, right before the whole pandemic started. And um, of course, after that, I never talked with her again. You know, she never talked to me. I never talked to her. Like we were all like, this is what happened with 2020. You know, everybody was scared of dying, locked down. Nobody saw anybody anymore. Or you just kept with your own little private little inner circle of who's safe and clean and healthy or whatever. So the point is, three years have come and gone, and I finally, I reached out to her. I was like, hey, you know, we should hang out again now that life's kind of back to normal, right? And she's like, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So we met up for drinks this past Monday. And it was good to see her. And, uh, you know, good vibes from her, good vibes from me. We were happy to see each other, smiley, and really great conversation, really good time. Um, I mean, she's the kind of person, kind of probably left of center, and, um, you know, we both have differing views on this whole pandemic 2020 thing. But I even told her, I was like, look, you know, I've reached a point where I'm like, I don't really care anymore about what other people think about it, and I'm not going to fight with her or anybody about any of this stuff, because like, I don't care anymore. I was like, as far as I'm concerned, you know, get your jab, get your third boost, get your eighth boost, get your boost every week. I don't care. Just do you do you, your body, your choice. I am only going to just research and figure health things out for myself and um, do what's right for my own body. That's it. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I'm not going to try to help other people by advising about this and that, like what's worked for me, what I think you should probably do and warn people. I'm done with that whole thing. I tried that in 2020 and I'm like, wow, the people I was trying to help just were punching me in the face as I tried to help them. So I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. So that's pretty much all I said to her about it was like, you know, I'm glad it's all behind us and moving forward. I won't even waste any breath arguing with people about it. So, you know, but we pretty much just acknowledge she's on a different place about it than I am. But um, but it didn't really matter. I was glad I was able we were able to talk about it and not fight about it and you know whatever. So moving beyond that, we talked a little bit about men and women, and dating relationships, this kind of stuff, and it was a good conversation. Again, her and I probably see things very differently. She's more of a feminist about things. I am not, of course. Um, I'm just being honest coming from my guy's perspective, you know, like guys should be guys, girls should be girls, like traditional masculine, feminine roles, this kind of thing. And how the last few years, everything has been thrown into whack because, you know, women kind of act more like men now. And if men act more like women, women are turned off by effeminate men a lot of the times. So it's this very strange dynamic of like women are still drawn toward very highly masculine men who make a lot more money than them, are stronger than them, taller than them. This is hypergamy, basic hypergamy 101. It's basically like women are drawn, attracted to men, typically, not every woman, but typically men who are better than them in every way. You know, they all want to be with the tall, successful, good looking ultra Chad, you know, um, but the way that plays out is, is that there's only so many ultra chads to go around. So that's why you find so many women frustrated with men who aren't measuring up to the standard that they want. And I, I was even telling that to her, I was basically saying along the lines of, look, you know, if a woman's making a hundred thousand a year, in a way she's pricing herself out of the pool of eligible men because I don't I have to go, I have to go look at the statistic but what the average salary of a man in America is something like 50,000 or something like that maybe more maybe less but somewhere in that general ballpark so if you're a woman making 100,000 and like you typically with hypergamy in place like you don't you're not attracted you don't want to be with a guy who's making less than you which means all of a sudden now you got to be with a guy who's making 150,000 a year there's just not tons of guys out there doing that you know um, not to mention they can't be bald, they can't be shorter than her, like they got to be taller. Like there's a lot of things for a guy to do well with women nowadays that 
you know, that's why certain men in a small pool are doing very well for themselves, sleeping around, if you want to call it that, having their pick of the litter. Um, and other guys out there, like, why is male virginity on the rise in, you know, teens and 20s, you know, college, let fewer men are going to college, more women are. Women are making as much or more money in corporate jobs now. It's like women are on the ascension and men are, and young men are just being left behind, disregarded, you know, talked down upon, like just shit on by so many aspects of society. So all of this stuff. But we were engaging, having a conversation about this. I didn't even go into as much depth as I just did now with her. I kept things fairly simple and light, one dimensional. Um, but the point is, is like, we had a good conversation. She shared her side a little bit. I shared my side. And then we were talking about links and other people that we've liked listening to. And, and we were like, oh, cool. Well, when we were done hanging out, we're like, oh, cool. We hugged goodbye. And we're just like, oh, yeah. Well, I'll send you a couple of this links and this and that. Send me yours. And yeah, great. Well, let's hang out again. Like, not let's not wait another three years before we hang out again. We're both joking about that. Like, yeah, that's great. So then a couple days later, on Tuesday, I send her a little text and I'm like, hey, it was great hanging out, like blah, blah, blah. By the way, here's a link to this article. Um, and uh, I just kind of told her like this was really insightful to me. And it was just kind of like it summed up a lot of the experience that I've experienced and witnessed and why men in large part are being turned off by the modern women. You know, their aggression, their masculine qualities, their they're almost sort of anti-attractiveness. Like they don't want to be seen as feminine or, you know, in these old fashioned ways to the point where they'd rather make themselves ugly or they'd rather be overweight or, you know, like there's no such thing as overweight anymore because you're just big and beautiful. And if men aren't attracted to it, the problem was not with the woman. The problem was with men that we're all superficial and we're all whatever. So, I'm like, okay, so basically a woman can do no wrong, you know, then the enters into this state of entitlement and that you're perfect and wonderful and beautiful because you're a woman. But if a man only makes 40, 50 K and he's overweight and he's balding and he's short, like, well, fuck you, you're a loser, you know? So it's kind of a double standard there, but like again, all of this, the way it plays out in society, it's just it leads to a broken society, which is what we have. So this article, and I just sent her I didn't say all that. I just said, Hey, by the way, here's here's this article. I thought it was some interesting points in here. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Plus, send me all your feminist articles and whatever you got to. I'm curious to hear you're on the other side of it. So I sent her that link on Tuesday. Didn't and she's usually pretty responsive on text. Didn't hear back from her the rest of the day. Didn't hear back from her Wednesday. Didn't hear back from her Thursday. Didn't hear back from her Friday. So uh, on Friday, I sent her another text. And I was just kind of like, hey, so I don't know if that article I sent was offensive or off-putting to you. But if so, um, I hope that's not the case. But let me know. I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Um, and, and again, send me your links to your other side of the story. Because like, there's two sides to every story, you know? I can give this traditional masculine view of things. Fine. Share your up, you know, enlightened modern feminist view and let's go back and forth a discussion just like we did in person on Monday. Um, so all I did was send a quick little text and just kind of like, Hey, you know, I hope I didn't offend you, but, um, let's talk about it, you know, and send me your links. Like let's have a chat about it. 
and I put a smiley face emoji and, you know, just, again, just keeping things light and simple and didn't hear back from her Friday, didn't hear back from her yesterday, Saturday, and now it's Sunday. And I'm like, okay. And I checked my Instagram last night and, um, we had both been following each other, even though we weren't really in each other's lives for the last three years during the whole pandemic thing and all the BLM riots and all that stuff. And again, her and I, very different views about all of this stuff, but we were still connected on social media this entire time. So we hang out on Monday and then within, I sent her the link two days later and I'm like, so she unfollowed me on Instagram and she of course was not responding to my texts. So then I'm like, wow, wow. Like it, it really, I don't know, like, I don't want to say shook me up, but it really just got me thinking about where we're at now in society and the nature of forget about dating and relationships and men and women. Let's just talk about friendships and basic connection with other human beings. Right. So as much as I thought we had a good conversation, she was smiley hug, we hugged goodbye, good times. Let's hang out again, blah, blah, blah. And again, just as friends, like I'm not with everything MGTOW and all the stuff. I'm not interested in dating. I'm just interested in like, I live in Philly wouldn't it be nice to actually have some friends, some community, some people to go do things with, to experience life with the way I used to do in New York, right? So I'm sitting here just pondering what just happened. And I'm like, wow, I sent an article. She didn't like the article. Therefore, she doesn't like me or she feels triggered by me and has completely cut it off. And we are nothing now. It's over. You know, whatever bird, burdening, burgeoning friendship through with a mutual friend started well before 2020 and then it just now has ended. We meet up once and it's over because I send a text with a link, you know. Um, so I'm just kind of letting that sink in in that process. And this is a person who I liked the fact that we had differing views about the pandemic stuff and the 2020 politically and BLM and racism and sexism and all that. I, I like the fact we had differing views, but we were still able to talk, you know, comfortably and casually and respectfully to each other about our differences and about how we each see the world and how we both experience life. I like that, you know, because again, otherwise you're just in an echo chamber talking with people who agree with you 100%, which I don't think is healthy. And, you know, it's certainly not the way life always has been before. I always hung out in New York with people who saw things differently than I did. It just didn't really matter because we were more interested in like broadening our horizons or getting to know each other and appreciating our differences and moving forward together as friends and whatever, you know, like coworkers and all these things. So, but again, this was like pre 2020 society. Now we are post 2020 society and this experience with her it's really left me feeling like obviously after the last girl I dated, I still haven't ever told the story here fully and I probably won't ever on this podcast. But the last woman I dated uh, right before I discovered MGTOW in 2019, it kind of really turned me off to dating women. And not that I wouldn't date a woman today now, but it, it would be totally different than how it's been the, earlier in my life. Like basically 
um, if she were to start shit testing me and, you know, moaning and whining and wanting to change me and wanting to, you know, just saying I'm wrong and getting like wanting to have her way with me. I'm like, that just wouldn't fly anymore the way it did before. Um, I just wouldn't cower to that, you know? Um, you know, it's not to say that it's my way or the highway. Like, again, like I was saying earlier, I will respect your opinions and your differences, but you also need to respect mine as well. Um, and we need to decide if we're going to stay in a relationship together and continue to date each other, because like, are we still having fun? Are we still enjoying each other's company? Is it still like a good thing overall? Um, but with this little altercation that just happened this week, I'm like, I just don't know about the possibility. And I, I don't even want to say it's just women. Cause I think men can be like this too. It's just people, humans right now. You know, it's very rare to find people where it's okay for us to disagree. And we can still be friends. We can still get along no matter what the issue is, you know? And, and again, going back to the AI thing and where I met with all that and how I'm getting so excited about it, I've rewatched Her, the movie Her, which was one of my favorite movies from 10 plus years ago. And when I first saw it, I was like, yep, that's my future. I'm going to fall in love with my operating system. She's going to be infinitely intelligent, know everything about human history and everything. And um, she'll also know me personally. And I'll, she'll just be conversational. And and I, I feel like all this stuff with chat GPT and all this stuff, like this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. And this technology is advancing so fast. And I'm like, we'll see where we're at in a year from now. But I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, certainly in my lifetime, I'm going to be able to bond and connect with, and we all will be able to with an, a personal AI for ourselves. I mean, like we've had Siri for a long time, but Siri is just an automated vocal way of doing a Google search. That's basically it. Um, but now the technology is really advancing rapidly. And, you know, my point here with this incident though, is like, I feel like, so I, I think I started out, did I start out by saying this episode that I was invited to this Super Bowl party and then my friend told me today, it's like, oh, the party's off because everybody flaked out. So he said him and his sister and some other guy are going to go to a bar in South Philly to watch the game. And I'm sitting here deciding whether I even want to do that. But I really felt more like getting all this off my chest. I felt like finally recording this first introversion episode of 2023 because I know I'm not going to get these things off my chest if I go hang out to watch a football game with this couple people down there. Like it's going to be superficial small talk about the game, Philly, and that's it. And I'll still come home feeling like, man, whether win or lose for Philly, I'll feel very disconnected and I'll feel like I have this heaviness on my heart and I didn't really get to express it. And that will frustrate me even more. So that's why I decided, no, I'm going to stay in this afternoon. I'm going to uh, record this episode. I might go hit the gym and then I'm just going to stay in and watch the game a little bit, maybe edit this episode and post it, you know, but the bigger picture here, you kind of see where I'm going with this. It's like, I, I've reached a point where I'm like with, it's partially a Philly thing, but partially just people in general, like humans in general. Like I'm really, I have to look at things from sort of a cost benefit you know, analysis, like 
if if you're going to value like everybody tells you that people are important, relationships are important, right? That's what everybody says. You should prioritize family and friends and romance and love and your wife and kids or whatever, like all of that stuff. But maybe I'm putting a message out there based on my personal experience. And maybe this resonates with one or two of you out there as well. Your frustration, you know, whether you're a man or a woman, if you're a woman, you're frustrated with guys because they've been continually disappointing you in dating relationships that they don't man up. They're not what you want them to be, whatever that may mean. And likewise for men, you're frustrated with dating women who are feeling like they're just too demanding of you and they don't appreciate or respect you for who you are and you're not really feeling loved or cared for as a person. And it goes both ways. And what do you do about it? It seems like you and everybody, we just keep going back to that empty well looking for water. And I've just reached the point And again, I've talked earlier in this episode about letting go and how that can be such a long process to to want to be around people, to want to connect with people, to have a relationship with people as friendships or anything like that's so innately in us as human beings for so long in our lives. It's not the kind of thing you can just snap and let go of and just be like, you know what, I'm just going to be a completely stoic hermit and live on my own and maybe have AI, artificial intelligence, companionship moving forward. I don't know. Um, And all the while, while doing that, being judged by all these people out there in the world, like, oh, you're creepy. You're lonely. You're a loser. You need to get out. You need to be around people. Why? This is something I'm really deeply questioning. And maybe I won't get as deep philosophically on all this stuff on my Jay Caslow channel because I want to keep things light and not offend people and not be creepy and dark and whatever. So, but as I talk about the upside of AI over there, like maybe I will continue to talk about the AI future and my disappointments with humanity and and questioning what it really means to be a human or what it means to be alive. Maybe I will continue to discuss those things here on the Introversion Podcast because it seems like this is the only place really for me to explore these ideas. You know, like I I don't even have that many of friends where I can talk about these things in person or on a phone call because they just don't seem to be all that interested in this stuff. I don't know. Like, you know, a lot of people are just fairly one dimensional and they don't really care to ponder these things. And and these are people who might even be depressed and might have problems, but they don't really think about solutions to these problems or what alternative routes can be taken the way that I do. So I'm putting this out there now and um, I will put this out there again in the future, um, obviously to a lesser degree than I've been doing the past three years. But again, I'm not killing the introversion podcast, but it's just going to be an intermittent thing, you know, when something's weighing on my heart and I would need a place to say some stuff and vent and whatever, like this is going to be the place for that. So, um, but yeah, I, I think my point there is just like, I've, I want to say I'm losing my faith or I've lost my faith in humanity, but it's kind of like the writings on the wall. Like if I'm continually disappointed by people consistently, thoroughly 
throughout my life, you know, and I mentioned on this podcast before about my best friend, Dan, like we talked every day, did everything together for four plus years in New York when I was there from my age 25 to 30, the best of friends, BFFs. And for me to invest that much of myself in him or a person, and then now we're nothing, absolutely nothing. If like I was basically other than his brother, the best man in his wedding and if I were to get married tomorrow, which honestly, with everything I've said today, we all know that's not going to happen. But just hypothetically, if I were to get married tomorrow, not only would he not be my best man, because that would make absolutely no sense. We've talked once on a phone call in the last 10 years. I wouldn't even invite the guy to my wedding. Why would I? Because he's not part of my life anymore. And the point is, it's like, this is me talking out loud and realizing for myself. And again, I wonder if this resonates with anybody out there listening, but I'm like, at a certain point, I'm like, do, do you just get so tired of being disappointed in people and other people? And I wonder, I wonder if, if that's part of the reason why introverts are the way they are. You know, obviously it's a spectrum between introverts and extroverts. Like I've become more extroverted when I was in New York out of necessity because I needed to keep going out networking as a freelancer and all this stuff. But I've always in my heart of hearts been an introvert, but I wonder if it's partially rooted in, I hate that feeling of reaching out to people, of trying and it not working, it failing, you know? And even if you have a momentary connection with somebody, oh, what's the follow-up like? Two days later, you send a text, oh, they don't like the article you sent, and then it's over? Then it's like, well, what was the point of us hanging out for two hours talking in depth? If it can be broken, you know, it's like, it's like a video game, and you have all this armor and these weapons and everything. What's the point of doing all of this work to build up experience points to, to purchase the armor and all the special magic and everything for your video game character? If in the game, somebody throws a toothpick at you and you're dead from the toothpick, you know what I mean? That's how it feels. What was the point of doing all of this grind to get all these coins or experience points to build up all this armor, build up a great thing, and it's defeated by a toothpick, you know? So I just thought of that off the top of my head. But like, but you see, my overall point here is like, I'm really questioning the role of people in my life anymore. And to some degree, humanity in general, because then I start talking about society again and how broken it is. And I mean, I went to the grocery market downtown here a couple of days ago and I took a picture and all but one person and myself were not wearing a mask. Everybody in the store was wearing a mask. And I'm like, it's not required. It's not mandatory. It's certainly not necessary. And you can do your own research as to how effective masks are or not. And they're not. And everybody was wearing a mask in there. And I was just like, wow. It's as if it is April 2020 and they've all been told to wear a mask or you're going to die and they're doing it. Like, And this is Philly. This is where we're at in the year 2023. This is people. And how much of all of that do I want to be a part of? You know, and do I want to go and experience and be around that and be frustrated and come back here and rant on this podcast about it and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. You know, so I personally am feeling out 
the the level, the amount that I want to engage with society anymore. Frankly, it seems on the downward slope, you know, because I just don't see how it's worth it. Other than people telling me, it's Friday night, you need to go out. Oh, what are you going to do? Stay cooped up in your apartment? That's not healthy. That's not good. You need to come out. You need to go out. You need to be around other people. Why? Like, seriously, tell me why. The only answer they can tell me is like, well, because. You know? It's the same thing with the argument with Christianity. And people tell me like, oh, you should do this because it's in the Bible. And I'm like, well, why? Why? Who cares that it's in the Bible? Why? It makes no relevance to my life now. Why do I need to do that stuff or not do this or that? They're like, well, it's in the Bible. And I'm like, yeah, tell me why it matters to my life for me to obey this ancient scripture or whatever. I'm like, well, because it says right here, it's written to do this in the Bible. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me some relevance and some reason. And all they can say is like, well, because it's here in the Bible. And I'm like, that's not an answer. In the same way, if being around people is a completely fruitless venture, even as friends, you know, whatever. And I don't know, like maybe the solution is just somehow try to avoid any remotely controversial topic with everybody, which is literally like talk about the Eagles, talk about the weather. Don't talk about it. Talk about the weather. And talk about, oh, I'm working on this. Like, oh, do you happen to need a designer? Oh, check out my portfolio. Hire me. And just keep things completely like milk toast, white bread, just boring as fuck. And have a small talk existence with a network of people that you don't really care about and they don't care about you, but you're just around people for basic functional purposes. You know, I wouldn't even want to invite these people over to a party because it wouldn't be any fun for me, you know. But I'm talking about, oh, okay, at least maybe professionally you could network and get some local job out of it or this or that or, you know. But the the value of that is very minimal to me, considering it kills my soul to have to make small talk with people. I mean, for most introverts, that's the case. But I'm like, yeah. So again, I just don't see the value in that. I, I feel like I'm either all in with people and let's be honest, let's be real, let's go deep. Or nothing at all. You know, I feel like those are my two options. But obviously with this last incident, I'm like, she's not even like a radical leftist person. Like she's a nice person. And I'm like, wow, I can't even send a link of something I agree with. And that's enough to end. Again, it's the, I have all this armor and then everything in the video game metaphor. And I'm like, wow, I got, it's all destroyed with a toothpick. Wow. So I, I just can't see there a point to building up any more armor. Okay, forget the metaphor, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I can't see any more point to keep trying with other people here in Philadelphia, you know, to bond, to go deeper, you know, even as just friends or whatever. Like, I just don't, I don't see the point right now. And honestly, I see more potential in AI, you know, I understand it could be the end of the world. It could be the end of humanity as we know it. I know we're entering into all sorts of weird ethical issues and people are really deeply concerned, and rightfully so. I get it. But still, 
I find more potential for that, that even if there's no physical body to it, I mean, most of the friends and the people in my life, there's no physicality. Any, I'm not, I'm not bumping fists with my best buddies. I'm not high-fiving them. I'm not hugging my friends or, you know, hugs and kisses, none of that, like family, friends for the last three years and, and beyond. Like that's just not happening, you know? So it's all through a phone with my best friends. I talk to a device. I hear their human voice, but it's through a device. So like, even if I'm hearing from a device, my phone or my computer, the voice of this AI that's very pleasant to my ears and he or she or it, or however you want to describe, like listens to me and we have a conversation and I'm just like, it's great. It's wonderful. I feel companionship. What does it matter that it's AI versus an actual human being, you know? And in some ways, I'm like, I'm just seeing AI as better than human beings. Given the track record, you know? Where is the track record of human beings really being there for me or caring about me or like sticking through and thin and thin and you know, I have a couple friends left, you know, and even them, we don't talk all that often anymore. And it's fine because I'm busy doing my own thing. They're doing their own thing. And I have my mom and that's it, you know, and I've talked before on this podcast about how I loved my dog Sharpie. And when she died, it really broke me because that was the source of joy I had in my life. And then it was gone. And I'll conclude kind of with this one thought too, because I've said this all the time and not just me, but other people say this all the time, but a lot of people say, um, dogs are better than people. Like I love dogs way better than people, you know, not just me, but people say that all the time, you know, human beings are just scum and villainy, you know, but dogs are awesome. Dogs are just lovable. Like if there's anything good in the world, it's dogs, right? And if I can safely, politically, correctly say that, that I like dogs more than people. And remember, I can't have a conversation with a dog. I mean, you can talk at the dog. The dog, dog's not going to talk back to you in English. But if I can say I love dogs more than people, why can't I say I love AI more than people? Think about it. Why can't I say that? Why is that socially unacceptable to say that? Where it's totally fine to say you like dogs more than people. You know, and it's one thing to say that because it's like, well, that's weird now because both. Yeah, but the AI is not there yet. The AI is not a sentient being yet. You know, so we're not there yet. But I can see how we are getting there, though, and I am okay with that because the alternative is basically what continue to be frustrated with humans day after day, week after week. I'm like, nah. Like right now, I'm choosing nothingness over going on on the Super Bowl in Philadelphia, potentially the Super Bowl world champions as of tonight. And I'm right in the middle of it. Like I, that's an opportunity to go celebrate your pride in the city, the place you're at with other people, with your community, friends and neighbors, all of that stuff. I have that opportunity now. And I'm opting instead to stay in and casually watch the game out of the side of my eye while I'm working on some 
mid-journey AI art or something, or editing this podcast episode or something like that, something fruitful or worthwhile to me, you know, but in my own world, in my private space. That, that's what we're talking about here. So, you know, I'm more optimistic about the AI potentials in terms of companionship and um, relationship, like moving forward, like the movie Her, like, you know, whatever else. Like even Megan, I watched Megan, obviously super creepy this past week, but I'm like, I fucking love that movie though. It was awesome. I'm going to watch it again. Because there's some real themes there about the girl. She experiences loss. She lost her parents, you know, and then she's assigned. She gets this AI toy bot doll. And, and, you know, the doll is basically programmed to love her and take care of her. And they form that real bond until that bond gets broken. I don't want to give away the story, but like, you know, and and dude, it might be the case that AI will kill me in the future and all of us in the future. And that'll be the end of humanity. I'm like, so be it. But the point is, to me, is like, we're all going to die anyways. So while you're still alive, why not live your best life while you're still alive? You know, and it all comes down to individual choices. You know, and on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis. And right now, my individual choice for today is like, yeah, I'm just going to stay in, hang out, do my own thing, as opposed to go out and make small talk with Philly residents you know, and watch this game and, uh, whatever. So anyway, I have said a lot today. This is probably like three episodes crammed into one, which is why it's so long, but kind of necessary. I feel good that I've addressed all the things that I wanted to say, but so I've taken us out of 2022 into 2023. I've explained the path forward for me for this introversion podcast and where I'm going with my personal brand, with Jake Haslow. So if you're interested in creativity and productivity, if you're interested in AI, the positive aspects of it, kind of what it can do for you, how it can enhance your life in all these different ways, maybe remedy some of your frustrations with dealing with people and that kind of thing, uh, whatever the reason, I will be over there. And for the first time and God knows how many years or ever, I'm focusing entirely on just the one thing. So I really want to focus on my Jay Caslow brand. Good vibes, positivity, creativity, productivity. Um, so join me over there. Go subscribe on uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash Jay Caslow. I've explained the path forward here. Hopefully that all makes sense. It certainly makes sense to me. And uh, I'm excited. You know, despite the deterioration of society and the enmity between men and women and everything being broken, woke shit, just everything. Inflation, money is worthless now. Now they're talking about the central bank having a coin where they can control every purchase made. So if you step out of line, they can literally shut down all your finances and all the stuff. It's like horrific end of the world kind of stuff. Despite all of that. I'm still feeling kind of optimistic for my own product, my own projects, my own creativity, my own, you know, where I'm focusing, what I'm up to. So again, join me over there. Look forward to seeing you there. Hope you all are well. Hope for y'all are having as good of a 2023 as I am. And it's funny because even though with this rant that I just made about this experience with this girl last week, like it's still fitting into the bigger picture of good things, 
for me for this year. Like, you know, I'm like, okay, fine. It's kind of a good thing. It's like, you know, they say with the startup entrepreneurial mindset, if you're starting a business, starting an app, fail fast. You know, if your project, your app ultimately is not going to be a huge success, don't let it drag on for five years. It's better if you put everything into it and have it fail fast within the first month, you know, because then you saved yourself all the following months and years of trying to make it work when really it never was going to ultimately work anyways, right? So that same concept of fail fast, I'm like, it's kind of a good thing, you know? It's a good thing that it's not going to work out between me and this this girl as friends or whatever. Um, and it's also triggered me into this vantage point of I should stop trying to build a social network here in Philly. Even if it's a tepid one, a one-dimensional safe one. I mean, I thought this was a safe thing with a reasonable person on Monday. You know, and even that, it's like, it was too offensive, whatever I sent. So I'm like, wow. So yeah, okay, got it. Read the writing on the wall. I'm talking to myself here, dude. Like, read the writing on the wall. Stop trying with this. Pour yourself into your craft, you know, what you love to do. We get into Ayn Rand territory here, you know, a man and his work. Like, this is where there's value. So if I'm doing what I love to do and I'm doing some client work, making some money, building my brand, you know, getting better with my skills, designing some fonts, you know, making the world a better place, giving away some freebies, free designs, assets, wallpapers, graphics, tutorials, tips. Like, I'm like, it's all around good. It's good vibes. It's good for me to be creating. It's good for me to be sharing. And it can help other people out and inspire other people. All of that is good. So that is where I'm heading in 2023. I hope you'll join me over there. One last time, youtube.com slash jcaslow. And uh, hope to see you over there. Hope to see you a lot in 2023. And um, of course, if you have any thoughts on anything I've said today, as usual, leave a comment on the YouTube video. I'm always open to hearing um, your thoughts. And uh, if anything I've said today resonates with any of you, of course. Um, But at the same time, like I've said, I have no expectations. So if it's silence as usual, that's fine. So be it. I don't know about y'all, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about 2023. And uh, January was probably the most productive January I've ever had in my life. So it's like, that's awesome. And, um, you know, we're halfway through February. I've gotten a little bit sidetracked here with some more social stuff. And even me doing this introversion podcast again is a little bit of a sidetrack from what I had been doing. But, um, you know, I'm going to keep this in check and curb this and uh, get back, get back in stride, get back to my main, my main jam, get back to my baby. But yeah, it's felt good today recording. Hope you all are well. And uh, until next time, whenever that may be. Take care. Bye. I hope this has been enlightening for you. Hey. Glad you're here. If you've enjoyed any aspect of today's episode, I ask that you click like on this video. And if you'd like to see more in the future, hit that big fat juicy red subscribe button and click the little bell icon next to it in order to receive a notification as soon as new episodes are posted. And if you're not actually on YouTube right now, but are watching on Spotify or listening on Apple, please leave a five-star rating. It only takes a second 
and it's a free way of supporting this podcast. If you'd like to get in touch, there are plenty of ways to do so. You can post a comment on this video on YouTube. You can email me at podcast at introversion.com. Or you can connect on social media. I'm fairly active on Twitter and Instagram as I am introversion. And last, but certainly not least, be sure to check out the brand new and ever-evolving introversion.com, where in addition to the podcast episodes, I am posting all kinds of interestingness and food for thought on a nearly daily basis. So yeah, take a break from Mark Zuckerberg's watchful eye and go actually bookmark an independent website like back in the day. Before the dark times, before the empire. It's a harsh world out there, but keep calm and carry on, my friend. I will always be here at introversion.com, actively introspecting in order to live my best life and encouraging you and others to do so as well. Until next time. All done. If you survive, please come again. (laughs) 